You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 40, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, book lovers. Uh, It's time to talk about backlist. But before I talk about backlist, I want to talk to you about talking to you about backlist. This is my 40th episode of this. It's been so much fun telling you about all these books that I've read. But I have run into the problem the last few episodes where I have a really great title that I want to tell you about and then I realize I've already mentioned it on this show. Um, I have read a lot of amazing books, but many of them were in the last few years and I have mentioned them in the newsletter and on all the books. So I have a couple of questions for you. Um, One, would you be opposed to hearing titles that I had mentioned previously on all the books? Like, is it a good reminder? Do you mind hearing about them again? And two... Would you want to hear about books that I have not read but sort of fit in with the theme of whatever it is I'm talking about that day? Like, if I have a really great book I want to tell you about, you know, about uh, penguin pirates that live on Mars and raise, you know, goats, um, and I know of another book that would fit in with that but I haven't read it, would you want to hear about it or would you only want to hear things that have been given the stamp of liberty approval? Like, I'm curious to hear what you have to say because I'm not dangerously close to running out of titles, but I definitely have to scale back the number that I'm recommending. Uh, so uh, let me know what you think. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, or you can find me on Book Riot Insiders if, if you're a subscriber there, or you can email me at all the books at bookriot.com. Just let me know what you think. I mean, I, you know, I remember everything that I've mentioned on the shows, but I feel like you've been listening for a long time. You might not remember, or you might want to hear about them again. You might like the refresher. Just let me know what you think. I just want to talk about books all the time, and I want everybody to be happy and read books. So there you have it. Uh, And speaking of great books that will make you happy, this week on all the books I mentioned, a couple of titles I loved. One was Improvement by Joan Silber, and one was Asymmetry by Lisa Halliday. And they're magnificent, and they both have one-word titles. So I thought I would mention a couple more books that I love that have one-word titles. The first being Serafina by Rachel Hartman, which is this young adult series that I just feel like didn't get enough attention, especially for something that has dragons in it. Like, who doesn't love dragons? But Serafina is a young woman. Her mother was a dragon who died giving birth to her. Her father is a human. Um, Dragons are basically outlawed now in the kingdom where they live. Uh, So she has to hide her identity in a human form. And she is a very talented musician. Serafina gets a job working at the kingdom. Uh, But shortly after, one of the royal family members is murdered. And now her secret is in danger of being revealed. Um, It's so great. If you like medieval books, if you like dragon books, if you like young adult books, it's just fantastic on all levels. There's a wonderful sequel. And there was a wonderful tie-in that came out a couple weeks ago called Tess of the Road. So, again, it's Serafina by Rachel Hartman. So good. My next pick could not be much more different than that one. It's Housefrau by Jill Alexander Esbaum, which is this sort of psychosexual literary fiction uh, that I just absolutely loved. It is a little high on the disturbing scale, but you know me, I love a disturbing book. And if you do too, then you will love this. It's about a woman named Anna. She lives with her banker husband, in Zurich. He is Swiss. He is wealthy. She stays home and takes care of their son and their baby. And she's very dissatisfied with her life. She's just bored and she's been there for several years and she doesn't speak German. So she decides she's going to take German lessons and winds up in an affair with a man that she's not even that interested in. She doesn't understand why. And instead of, you know, getting out of that, she ends up in another affair. 
And she goes to a therapist to, like, discuss, like, why she thinks she does these things and, and complain about her life and just talk about her thoughts in general, which are, like, really interesting sections of the book that those are my favorite parts. Um, but it's just this really fantastic look at marriage and motherhood and fidelity, albeit a very dark look at it. Um, and so, like, if Tampa is a 10, if you've read Tampa by listening, if that's a 10 on the disturbing scale, this is probably, like, a 5. Like, not nearly as as upsetting, but definitely unsettling, but so, so fantastic. Just absolutely loved it. My next pick is Pym, P-Y-M, by Matt Johnson, which is this fantastic sort of comic, sort of strange novel about an unemployed English professor. He has found documents that confirm the existence, or I should say um, confirm that Edgar Allan Poe indeed wrote the novel the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket, which was a, a real book that came out in 1838 that was published uh, not under Edgar Allan Poe's name. Uh, and so this professor finds word that, that he actually wrote this and he wants to like recreate his adventure and learn more about it. So he hires a crew to take him to the South Pole and everything goes horribly wrong. It's If you like Sam Lipsight or Kurt Vonnegut, um, this is definitely one to check out. Matt Johnson is great. He also wrote uh, Loving Day a couple of years ago, which I loved. And this is so good. I'm running out of adjectives, so I'm going to move on. Uh, my next pick I felt was a super underrated book of 2016. a gorgeous fat novel called Christadora by Tim Murphy uh, about a diverse cast of characters who are living in the Christadora building. Um, which is a real place. Like, I, I love novels because they still teach you things that you don't know. I did not know the Christadora building was real, just like I didn't know about the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym uh, until I read the Matt Johnson book. And, you know, the other day, I think I was talking about Chaotic Good, the novel, and I did not know that you could sharpen your scissors by cutting tinfoil. Like, that was the thing that that book taught me. Uh, so you, you can still learn things by reading fiction. Just because it's, some of it's made up doesn't mean all of it is. But anyway, I digress a whole lot. <laughs> so this book, Christadora by Tim Murphy, is about these people who are living in the Christadora building. And it follows them through the decades, uh, from like the 80s to the 2020s. And it centers around a privileged couple who live with their adopted son and their neighbor who is an AIDS activist um, in his younger years. And now he is an addict uh, living alone in the building. And all, it's how, like, they change and their relationships change as the neighborhood and the building itself changes. It's really, really fantastic. And like I said, I feel like it was so overlooked when it came out. It's fantastic. The next book I want to tell you about, I don't understand at all. And that's okay. It's called Duplex by Katherine Davis. Like, I read this book. This would probably be the top, at the top of my list of books I have read that I do not understand at all. That I still love, 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 love. It's just this weird book about love and this young couple and the suburbs and baseball plays into it and time is all like wibbly wobbly and there are robots and sorcerers. It's, it makes no sense, like, at least to me. Like Maybe it makes sense to other people from other people I've spoken to who have read it. They don't really get it either, but that's okay. Like It doesn't have to make sense. It's so interesting and fun and it's just really great. So that is called Duplex by Katherine Davis. And my last one is another young adult novel that I feel like didn't get enough attention, especially considering it's by Edwige Danticat, which is, you know, she wrote uh, Breath, Eyes, Memory, and Brother, I'm Dying. 
This was her young adult novel, like her first one. It came out a couple years ago called Untwine. And it's about these twins named Giselle and Isabel. And there is, an, a tragic, there is a tragic occurrence. And Giselle ends up in a coma. And she can think and hear everything, but she can't move or speak. Um, and while she's inside herself, she is examining her past and the events that led her to where she is now. And she has to decide, you know, looking at her history and her family, if she wants to take the step to lead her out of where she is trapped in her mind or if she wants to move on. It's a real heart squeezer, but it's fantastic. Um, and I just, I love books about twins. I think twins are so interesting. I, you know, I love the twins in um, Geek Love, but on the, the less, um, you know, upsetting twin, <laughs> you know, oops, sorry. Let me try that again, Kyle. Sorry. Uh, I love books about twins. And I thought this was fantastic. And I also, if you love books about twins, there's one that's just called Twins by Marcy Jermansky, who wrote Bad Marie and The Red Car, which is great, about uh, sisters, like the good twin and the bad twin. And then there's also Half-Life by Shelley Jackson. Not Shirley Jackson, but Shelley Jackson, which is another fantastic uh, novel about twins. So um, I'm going to stop talking about books now. Just for today, though, I promise. And that is it. And thank you all for joining me. And I look forward to hearing your responses. And if you want to know more about the books that I talked about today, you can find a list of all the books I mentioned in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. And I will be back on Tuesday with Amanda Nelson and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.